Goddamn headphones on. My you headphones might hear something. Huh? Bring it back. Bring it back, Ray. What's going on? He's got head. Act like he ain't been doing that. Let's turn the volume up. Here we go. Here we go. Old man can't hear. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the plant. What do, how do I do it? Oh, my goodness. Peace to the planet. So you're going to tell Envy. You're right. Oh, guess what day it is. Oh guess goodness. what day it is. Pump day. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. No, he didn't have the music selected in my headphones, so I couldn't hear nothing. It was nothing. I thought you knew how to do all Got that. a baby, but you don't Not know a, the daddy. I don't know, to, I don't know how to do that. All you know is that they can drive a caddy. Will you put Man, your headphones it was, on? You it was what? a crazy situation in New York yesterday in Brooklyn. With this gunman, and we're going to talk about that during uh, front page news. Yeah, that was crazy. But yes, I mean, I don't even know what to say. All day long, people were hitting me up like, is everything okay? Are you good? And I saw they had the Uber and Lyft drivers was doing like 10 times the price. They did price surging yesterday, so. But that's not the drivers. That's the, the actual app and company that does that, right? Well, yeah. The drivers yeah. don't control the price surges, but yeah. they did gr- refund people their money. Y'all should sure. really watch uh, Super Pumped on Showtime. Super Pumped on Showtime tells the story of Uber. Uh-huh. It's, just, it's, a, it's a really, really, really good show. It's not a documentary. It's an actual scripted show. Yep. And it just tells the story of Uber, and you'll see how, you know, they they do things like that. Like, what was this? The safe fare rides back in the day? Mm-hmm. I think they still have them now, but it's when they was really having a lot of complaints, but they just put uh, something on there called the safe fare ride, uh-huh. charged you an extra dollar, and people would click it when they would get a, get a ride thinking that they'd be safer, but it did nothing. Damn. It just made people feel better. So it was a scam. And, and it made them more money. Yeah. Sheesh. All right. Well, Trick Daddy will be joining Trick us Trick Daddy got a baby, but you don't know the daddy. All you know is that... It, Drive a caddy. Classic Trick Daddy bar right there from Scarge. Y'all know nothing about no Scarge. Well, Trick okay. will be joining us in a little bit. I'm not responsible for nothing that Trick Daddy Dollar says on this radio. At all. Me neither. Okay. Nope. I'm not even trying to argue with Trick Daddy about anything. Nope. No, you got to argue right. with him, though. But I'm, I'm, hi- I'm highly entertained. <laughs> I'm, hi- I'm highly entertained by Trick Daddy always. You have to debate with him. Um, but yes. I'm not responsible for nothing that he says. Goodness gracious. All right, well. It's good. We need to shake the ecosystem. Let's get the show cracking. Front page news is next, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. The last night, NBA basketball in the play-ins. Uh, your Brooklyn Nets won yes, last night. Yes, I know. You know, I know. Great game. And also the Timberwolves, they beat the Clippers. Now what else we got, Easy? All right, so at least 10 Brooklyn subway riders were shot yesterday. A man who's wearing a gas mask and a green construction vest. He tossed two smoke canisters in the train car. And that was to distract the rush hour crowd. And then he opened fire. Now that man has been identified. And here is what NYPD Chief James Essing had to say. Male, who we believe is the renter of this U-Haul in Philadelphia, is a Frank R. James. Male, 62 years old. 
with addresses in Wisconsin and Philadelphia. All right, now at least 23 people were hurt, according to police. Uh, five of the gunshot victims were critically injured, but no fatalities were reported. They do expect that everybody should be okay. And that is the fortunate uh, side of this situation. Yeah. Here is what Mayor Eric Adams, who is quarantined with COVID right now, had to say. My team and I have been in constant communication with NYPD, FDNY, EMS, emergency management, and multiple other city agencies. As of now, we have not found any live explosive devices, but the suspect in today's attack detonated smoke bombs to cause havoc. We would not allow New Yorkers to be terrorized, even by a single individual. Now, Frank James had made numerous video threats as a YouTuber named Prophet of Truth 88. And in those posts, he was threatening the mayor, Eric Adams, and he said that he has wanted to watch people die. And he insisted he has been through a lot in his life. He said, this is why it's important to think about what you're going to do before you do it. Let us not forget, I've been through a lot of ish where I can say I wanted to kill people. I wanted to watch people die right in front of my face immediately. Uh, he also goes on to say that he is a victim of the mental health program. And he criticized Mayor Eric Adams for not doing more to combat homelessness. And they said uh, the NYPD is increasing security for Mayor Adams after police discovered these videos. So he said he had a diagnosed mental illness and he railed against what he calls the horror show of the city's mental health services. And he also talked about a race war and ranted about race issues. Oh, that's a 62-year-old man who the system failed. Like, he's clearly disturbed. And that sounds like a person who should have gotten help for his mental health issues a long time ago and didn't. And it leads to situations like this. And I don't know why this country thinks ignoring a problem will make it go away. They want to have all these conversations about guns, getting guns off the street. But guns don't kill people. Mentally disturbed people with guns kill people. Hurt people with guns hurt people. You think that's the first time that man has probably screamed out for help in his, his 62 years on this planet? He, he said he had a diagnosed mental illness. And he said he actually did go and he was part of a mental health program, but he feels like he left worse than when he went in. Now, here is what an eyewitness had to say about the uh, incidents on the train. We hear a loud bang and then followed by lots of screaming. And we see uh, white smoke starting to billow and fill up the train car and people running at the, the doors that separate the train cars and uh, you know, banging on them, uh, screaming for help, almost like a horror movie. Once again, ignoring a problem will not make it go away. And this country can do more than one thing at once. Okay, they can, you know, uh, d do things to make it harder for people to get guns, but they also can help, you know, the, the people dealing with mental health issues in this country as well. And they can help people, you know, they can help the homeless as well too. Like they can do more than one thing at once. And it's, it's going to come to a point where they're either going to have to or they're going to keep feeling situations like this. All right, well, that is your front page news. Because I don't think y'all have noticed, but people are at their breaking point. All right. Okay. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm telling. I'm telling. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm telling. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Jay in the truck. Hey, Jay in the truck. What up? Get it off your chest, bro. Jay in the truck. That's very specific. Yeah, I'm a truck driver. But uh, I got this truck and um, company I'm getting ready to start. I got a $300 
uh, a three hundred thousand business loan, and I was going to take the down payment out out my uh, business loan to get a truck, but somebody wound up telling me about whole life insurance. It's like, aren't you just uh, borrowing the money out of your whole life insurance? So I'm just trying to figure out, trying to get some uh, information about what's whole life insurance like. That'd be a good ad. Is he saying home life insurance? Home, oh, home, 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 home life insurance. Home life insurance. I don't know anything about it. Well, I would I would suggest you talk to somebody who actually. Yeah, I don't know that we could tell you what type of life insurance would be best for your needs and what it is that you have to do. But I will say, talk to a couple of different representatives, some companies who can actually help guide you based on your financial situation and what you need that life insurance for, who you're leaving it to. Uh, if you need to cash it out, if you want that option. Yeah, because, I mean, I already got a um, a life insurance policy. He was just saying, like, well, why would you take money out of your business loan to open up, uh, to um, put a down payment for your truck when you can just uh, borrow from your whole life insurance because it's tax-free and you can, like, you know, um, pay that back, like, you know, you know, you got your whole life to pay it back, and it's like tax free. You should All right, talk to a tax attorney. That's it what does you have to. cash value, but I don't know what that does to your life insurance if you borrow against it. Yeah, you should talk to a tax attorney. Ask them that because they would know that better than 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 you and myself and Charlemagne. So I would talk to a tax attorney and try to figure it out that way. I don't know nothing about it. <laughs> but okay. thank you. Good luck, hey, brother. It's hey. like for you can use those funds for like emergency use, but I don't know what the what the penalties are. Yeah, but if he has a business loan and he's buying something for a business, he should be able to write it off. But like I said, that's a tax attorney. Thing. Well, no, I guess he needs the cash to be Word. able to get that. Yo, what up, bro? Get it off your chest. What's good? I need some business advice too. Okay, I'll give an advice. Nah, what's what's, what's uh, okay. up? I just want to make sure. Uh, okay, cool, cool. Uh, what up, y'all? <laughs> this is Tyler from Chicago. How y'all feeling? What up? You good. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Uh, first off, I want to give uh, my heart out to everybody that's affected in New York right now. Uh, that was some crazy stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, shout out to Brooklyn Nets. Y'all had a, y'all played a heck of a game last night. You they know did. that's very, right. Very impressed. They did. Very, they, very shocked. Who you got? Who you, who, 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 who you got first round? Celtics or uh, Nets? Celtics or Nets? Uh, Nets. I might have to give it to Brooklyn. I don't really like. Uh, I don't really like. Celtics. I ain't asking you what you like, man. I'm asking you an objective uh, basketball. Well, he's using his perspective. He said Nets. I'm using my. That is my. That is my perspective, bro. And okay. I believe that Brooklyn has the capability to beat Boston. I mean, you see the way they was playing last night. They could beat them. They don't play no defense, though, bro. The Bulls, the Bulls got something to play with. You know, even though everybody talking smack, but y'all gonna be surprised that we gonna whoop the Bucks, and then it's gonna be a whole. No, 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 no. Now now listen, I, I, I agree. The the Bulls, the Bulls are beasts, but they not beating the Bucks. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning, Breakfast Club. How are you? This is Cassandra Don from New Jersey. Hey, hey Cassandra. Get it off your chest. Oh, thank you so much. I'm urging all New Jerseyans to please, and I know most of you do not know who your state senator is or your state assembly person is, Google it. But please call them and tell them do not support Assembly person Carol um, Murphy's bill. She's now trying to ask us to pump our own gas. How? Do not want to pump own <laughs> gas. Yeah, I saw that. I don't want that. 
And why do you think people don't know who New Jersey Senate is? You know who yours is? Cory Booker. <laughs> I mean, what you, what state? I didn't say. I didn't see this is the problem. Somebody. You did say, say. You said state senator. He is not your. He is your state. He is your U.S. senator at the federal level. Oh, who's the state senator? There you go. The state level, and I bet you don't know who it is. I bet no, you I don't. Doctor. You're right. Who, who, who is it? So Google in your area. Every every they have everybody have it's a different, different districts. Yeah. Oh, Bob Menendez. I voted for him actually. No, he's not. Bob Menendez isn't either? Yes, it's Bob Menendez. No, that's for U.S. Oh, my God. This is the problem. So who is it? Tell me. School me. What district are you in? So we can't say that. You just got to Google where you live and see who your state. Hold on. Let me see. State assembly person is. Hold on. Let me see. You guys, you know, like where I'm at, it's like U.S. It's like Pintor State. Right. When you find out who yours is, Charlamagne, tell me I'm trying to find out now. Hold okay, so, you so let's get to it while he's Googling. Well, you said, well, you said right. state assembly senator? Right. You're, no, you're, yeah, you're state assembly senator. And you're state assembly person. And let me tell you why this is, these, two, these people are so important. Go. These are the people, and I wish ex-offenders really would vote in this election. And most of the time, we don't vote in this election. Like me, I vote in every election. Because these people are the ones who make up the laws that judges, prosecutors, and lawyers have to follow. These are the guys that make up the laws that sentence people according to the crime. And I wish ex-offenders, and I wish all of us would start voting in this election right here. This is very important. Is it just as important as a mayor election? We usually know who that is. But this election right here, Charlemagne, find out who it is. Start talking to these people more. Have them in, up there more because these people are important. Thank you, Mama. Yeah, because I definitely don't want to put my own I'm gas. Still, I still don't know who it is. Nah, I don't know either. I've been pumping my gas because I'm from New York. But when I moved to Jersey, they pumped the gas for you. And yeah, I love it. I saw that. So my only thing was like, you know, if that's something that is going to be on the actual ballot, I'm just going to click no. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like last year when we had to vote whether or not marijuana, marijuana was going to be legalized. That's right. I voted yes. Hello, who's this? Hi, good morning. I would like to stay anonymous, please. Okay, you could have made up a name, but go ahead. Go, mama. Oh, okay. I'll go by Miss Spicy. All right, Miss um, Spicy. Anyways, good morning, guys. I love y'all. love listening to y'all. But I just wanted to get my message across. I wanted to let President Biden and Vice President Kamala, Kamala Harris know Please do not come in a Haitian community um, this time around trying to sweet talk us into voting for the for you guys because you criticize um, what what was his name um, President Trump about his mistreatment of oh, Haitian immigrants. Immigrant. But then again, you guys turn around and you are doing the exact same, if not worse. We rather stick with the devil we know. So please do not come into our Haitian American community this time around trying to get us to vote for you after how you've been treating the Haitian people. Right. We don't like it. We're watching you and we need it to stop. You've been warned. If a ha- I hey, when a Haitian tell you don't come around, you better not come around because if you do, you're going to see. Get off your chest. 800-585-1051. my Haitian community. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and Tyra Banks has quit Twitter, and we were telling you earlier this week about some issues uh, regarding Dancing with the Stars. All right, we'll get into it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
Well, Jennifer Lopez, she has her newsletter on the J-Lo, and she is detailing how she was proposed to by Ben Affleck, and she said that... Uh, you know, after 18 years after they called off their previous engagement, she talks about the proposal, how it went down, and their second chance at true love. She started the newsletter, Did You Ever Imagine Your Biggest Dream Could Come True? Saturday night, while at my favorite place on earth in the bubble bath, my beautiful love got on one knee and proposed. I was taken totally off guard and just looked in his eyes, smiling and crying at the same time, trying hard to get my head around the fact that after 20 years, this was happening all over again. I was quite literally speechless. And he said, is that a yes? I said, yes, of course, that's a yes. I don't think any man who ruined as many superhero characters as Ben Affleck should have Jennifer Lopez. He ruined Daredevil. He ruined Batman. He doesn't deserve Jennifer Lopez. But that's just my hot take. But the, but I wonder if you get proposed to a couple of times, do you compare the proposal? Because remember, A-Rod did it on the beach when the sun was right in the right position. When you ruin two superhero characters, two iconic superhero characters, do you compare those two? Hmm? Do we compare how bad he did Daredevil to how bad he did Batman? I didn't see Daredevil, so I don't know. Okay. Well, she enjoyed it. She said she was smiling so big. Tears were coming down her face. And she was feeling so incredibly happy and whole. It was nothing fancy at all, but it was the most romantic thing I could have ever imagined. Just a quiet Saturday night at home. Two people promising to always be there for each other. And that's tell, the most tell, important tell her watch Ben playing Daredevil or Batman. I bet she rethinks this decision. Yeah, stop it, man. As long as she's happy, man. That's the most important thing. She's happy. Now she's got that green diamond engagement ring that we talked about that's worth definitely more than $5 million, maybe more than $10 million. Jeez. And she said green has always been my lucky color, and now for sure it always will be. Well, I'm glad Ben gave it away because he held on too long. If he holds on to it too long, he'll think he's Green Lantern. We don't need him ruining another, <laughs> Yo, ruining another up, superhero man. character. Okay. All right, and Viola Davis has a memoir coming out, and she details that after she was cast in How to Get Away with Murder, she got a lot of scrutiny over her looks. She said that fellow black actors uh, thought that she just wasn't pretty enough to be able to pull it off. She said following her casting, a friend had come to her after overhearing several actors and actresses, all of whom were black, say that she wasn't pretty enough to pull it off and she did a whole um, profile in the New York Times where she discusses this as well and she said she had had a slew of experiences around her race and her deeper skin tone within the predominantly white industry and uh, she said that you know the experience was unlike the other colorist races and anti-black criticism because she couldn't shake this feedback she also details on her childhood experiences with racism she details an anti-black attack in the third grade and this was in central falls rhode island they were a group of eight or nine boys who would always insult her throw stones and bricks at her one day they physically caught her and they pinned her arms back and the leader of the group who was black but identified as portuguese he was cape verdean and black uh, he called her ugly and a black effing N-word. And when she responded, you're black too, he punched her. How do you have to look to play a law professor? That's what she played on How to Get Away with Murder, a law professor. How do, how do they expect her? I don't get it. Like, what does that mean? She wasn't pretty enough to, to play the role. And imagine these are your peers who are working with you in Hollywood and understand the struggles of what it is to get these roles and knowing how talented she is to hear that people are saying things like that. I just want to know how, they, how, they, how do you have to look to play a law professor? Like, that's the question I would ask mm. them. Like, I don't get it. All right, now, Tyra Banks, she has deleted her Twitter account and people are trying to speculate on why. Now, Kate Taylor from Insider uh, mentioned a probable cause of that Twitter departure, according to the writer. They, she's saying that uh, 
Tyra Banks left the platform right after she reached out to her with questions for the expose that she did on America's Next Top Model. The work was called Tyra Banks Wanted America's Next Top Model to Fix Fashion. Now some contestants say the show was psychological warfare. So it focused on the contestants of the show, their time on that stage, and how it was uh, very hard on models, even going as far as giving harsh criticisms concerning the models' bodies and setting up difficult challenges. And uh, several contestants of the show have opened up about the psychological impact of the show. So she said she reached out to Tyra Banks to get some fact-checking done and to get a comment, and then Tyra Banks deleted her Twitter. She said, it could be unrelated. What can I say? And uh, Tyra Banks also has been facing backlash from Dancing with the Stars. People are like on Twitter, I don't know if you guys have seen this, and they're blaming her for Disney's decision to move that next season from ABC to Disney+. Plus. It was recently announced by the producers, and fans did not have a good reaction of that. Uh, it was in uh, season 29, and a lot of viewers were saying that they were blaming Tyra Banks. But you know how the Twitter mob can get. Well, why do they act like Disney Plus is a downgrade? Like, I watch majority of all my TV consumption comes from streaming services. Yeah, but some people, you know, obviously network television has a bigger audience because there's no fee. Do they? To pay, I mean, yeah. Because there's, there's, there's mm-hmm. no way to, um, there's, they don't have any uh, evidence to prove that Linear has more viewership than streaming services. I would think it's in more households, though. I don't know. Because you don't have to pay for it. But that don't mean people are watching it more, though. Like you, you I, I, like I have ABC on my, but I don't watch ABC that much. I watch streaming services more. Mm. Well, some people don't have streaming services, and I'm sure there's way, way exponentially if you look at how many people have Disney Plus as opposed to how many people just have. That don't mean they're watching it though. That's all. You can have it. Like yeah, yeah I'm sure, I think I'm, I'm sure way more people got available. ABC, but that don't mean they're watching it more. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now we got front page news. Next, what are we talking about? STDs are on the oh rise. Boy. And we'll talk about which ones during the first year of the pandemic really those numbers went up. Goodness gracious. All right. No baby was born. <laughs> Nobody got you want that to be news? Baby <laughs> born? All right. We'll get to it next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. I teamed up with Zyrtec for this allergy relief message. Springtime brings vibrancy to the air and pollen. So I take Zyrtec when allergy symptoms start. Save the tissues and live vibrantly with Zyrtec. Starts working at hour one and stays strong day after day. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And our heart radio station. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get into some front page news. Where we start, Yeezy? All right. Well, President Joe Biden said yesterday that the atrocities committed by Russia and Ukraine is genocide. This is the first time he has made this accusation against the president, Vladimir Putin. Here's what he said. Your family budget, your ability to fill up your tank, none of it should hinge on whether a dictator declares war and commits genocide in a half a world away. To help deal with this Putin price hike, I've authorized the release of one million barrels per day for the next six months from our strategic petroleum reserve. This is by far the largest release of our national reserve in history. It's a wartime bridge to increase oil supply as we work to, with U.S. Producer, oil producers to ramp up their production this year. All right, he said he called it genocide because it's become clearer and clearer that Putin is trying to just wipe out even the idea 
of being Ukrainian. He said the evidence is mounting. So what is the U.S. going to do? Because sanctions clearly aren't working. Not at all. <laughs> I've been <laughs> saying that from the beginning. It's going on for weeks. He, he don't care. And, they, and they've been talking. He said after talking, he's going to continue on with fighting. Like, what do we do? And I know that they keep saying they don't want to engage because then we would be in World War Three. But, I mean, what do you do? We've been giving them, milit- we've been giving them military supplies. They're announcing a new $750 million military aid package as early as this week for Ukraine. $750 million? Mm-hmm. More? What, yep. are you, what are they doing with the money? Getting weapons. Weapons, ammunition. Mm. They're yeah. asking for fighter jets. So listen, couldn't you just save money by going in there and doing it yourself? <laughs> Surface you vehicles, sea drones, drone ships, <laughs> they helicopters. Said, they said like what a, a couple of billy before seven hundred fifty million. Just yeah, just do what we got to do. Let me save do, some money. Let me go handle this for y'all real quick. All right, now STDs, including gonorrhea and syphilis, have risen during the first year of the pandemic, and they're saying that um, send it to Russia, man. Overall, 2.4 million STD cases were reported in the U.S. in 2020. And so that is a slight decrease from the 2.5 million cases reported in 2019. But they said that might have been a result of significant reductions in screening and reporting uh, associated with the onset of the COVID pandemic. So they said specifically cases of gonorrhea, syphilis and congenital syphilis were higher than levels seen in 2019, despite lockdowns and cases of chlamydia, however, were lower. Man, too busy worrying about your mask, worrying about your mask, you forgot to protect your penis. Mm. Okay? You gotta cover you your penis too. Both. You, gotta do both. <laughs> you gotta cover your penis too. Don't, don't, don't uh, grab your mask and leave your condoms. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because... Uh, well, I'm not going to say it. Say it. But, no, I'm saying because Chick Daddy is coming up next. And he did what talk are you trying to say it. about Chick Daddy? Yeah. Well, he, in the interview, is going to address STDs. That's all I'm saying. All right, now, teen overdose deaths have been rising rapidly, but not because more of them are using drugs. They're saying that the drugs are just more dangerous. It's coming from that situation. They said with uh, fentanyl being involved in more than 77% of adolescent overdose deaths, it's 50 times more powerful than heroin, and it's extremely cheap to produce. So now drug use among teens is currently at a historic low, but the amount of fentanyl being sold to them in the form of counterfeits of common medications and the lack of awareness of the risk that they face taking these pills is a big part of the problem. So young people are buying what they think are legitimate pills, but actually they're pressed pills with drugs that were made in the underground market, and they're pressed to look real. So what a correlation. Drug use is at an all-time low. But deaths are rising rapidly because of the fentanyl. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. All right. Now, coming up next, Trick Daddy will be You got a baby, but you don't know the daddy. All you know is that you drive a caddy. Well, we're going to kick it with Trick when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. T-double-D. The Breakfast Club. The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Come on now. We got Trick Daddy. Welcome. <laughs> what they do? TWD. It's been a minute, man. What up, CO? What's up with you, man? So, Trick Daddy, what's been going on, man? <laughs> I don't know. You know, same thing. Same thing. You know what I'm saying? Just representing, you know. Mm-hmm. The music game is a lot different. Mm-hmm. So, I do less music and I just get in the bag all different other kinds of way now. You we just see it. I was just talking to Duval the other day. Me and Duval was talking about like the best lyricists from the South, and I said, "Man, you got to throw Trick in there too." Now, do you think you Duval get... ain't say my name? <laughs> well, no, uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. He, he said. <laughs> he actually said, "Who do you say?" He said, uh, "Ti," which I agree. He said, "Ti and Ross." 
And then um, I was like, man, you got to throw a trick in there too, lyrically now. And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lyrically, you trick in there. lyrically, I think I'm number one. And I never I never put myself number one. Mm-hmm. Because I can't be my own favorite rapper, but I I know lyrically I, I, I consider myself as number one tied with Scarface. Face, face. definitely face. We have right. face, definitely have face in there. I, I can say tied with Scarface because I I, I I know I'm a bigger fan of his than he was of me because mm-hmm. I was listening to him 10 years before I That's decided right. to do music. That's right. So I never forget where I come from. Mm-hmm. Well, at least you get in the bags, though, doing things that make sense, right? That you right. really love, like the cooking show. Right. Which we were just talking about. I said, when I come on there, I want to do something vegan. What that is? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, it don't even got it. Could be all fruits and vegetables. It don't got to be no fake meat. You cook, so you don't eat like seafood. No, I don't eat seafood. You're straight vegan. When no, I'm not a vegan. I'm Trick, not you a can vegan. make a nice tall salad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, but that's another thing. We don't have to go on a show to get a, a salad tall. <laughs> I guess uh, vegetables with right. no meat. Uh, I could do that. Yeah, I think that'd be a good challenge to see. That's not going to be interesting, but I could do <laughs> Why it. Why not? I think it is. Because look, if, think about all the things that you could cook. Like if you had to come up with a meal for somebody who was a vegetarian, right? What would you come up with? Uh, man, I'd probably cook up some cabbage, some rice. Yeah, but even in the South, we put turkey sausage in the cabbage. Some people put bacon. <laughs> I like turkey sausage. I, I mean, okay, with the, even the thing like like at Sundays, we use turkey. That's right. For mm-hmm. the pot meat. Mm-hmm. So we put it in the stream beans, we put it in the collard greens. That's right. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of hard, but we figured out a way to give it its seasoning without the pork. Yeah. Because the oldest people in my family eat pork. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Haven't never stopped eating pork. And I heard that some things you don't get sick until you stop doing it. Right. They said they said pork is like heroin. The hardest thing to do is to get off of it. And I like bacon and pork chop is my two favorite meat. But I respect the way people decide they want to eat, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, healthy these days. And so we don't put pork in there. If you want pork, the only pork we got is the pork chop and you have to order that and we cook it separate. But I guess yeah. but you say no meat? I'm like, damn, you like no meat. Yeah. Is there anything you don't eat? And that's a general no, question. No, I do everything. Toes, everything. <laughs> yeah, if, you eat, if you eat the b- again, you can't say yeah, you don't eat much. Yeah, I eat everything. When everything. I come on the show, I, whatever you make, I I, I eat pork. Like, and I, I eat just, pork, I, I eat bacon, I, 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 I say, I say, what every He said, no, Emmy say he eat everything. I say, good. And it, it, don't, it don't matter. Bro. You do it at the restaurant? No, well, we do it. No, we got actually CO. This this my executive producer. Okay. Show, somebody who talked me into doing it because mm-hmm. I... I, I you know I used, to, I used to mess around a little bit mm-hmm. on 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 social media mm-hmm. and be screaming bitch I got my boss and everybody like got used to it so he was like we doing a cooking show together I'm doing it I was like what are we gonna do with that and we was looking around for a whole year he was like you know what him and my other boy EJ he was like EJ me and you gonna do we gonna do this this and, this. and I said listen I just what I'm gonna do because I keep it real because a lot of people don't let their friends eat but I'm a, like I'm a LeBron James mm-hmm. to the rap game mm-hmm. if you bring something to the table we gonna have. That's real. Mm-hmm. So they own half of it, and I own the other half. They built the kitchen. I bring the talent, my expertise, and we go from there. So we actually built our own kitchen studio. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's hard. It's on Facebook, right? Facebook Live. It's on Facebook. It's on um, YouTube. And we we, we, we we just got a deal. Well, we, we, we're working a deal. on a deal. Uh-oh. We're working on a deal okay. with, with Fox Soul. Fox Soul. 
So when Fox so they came to me with something I wasn't used to. They was like, well, we're going to put a couple of episodes on there and see. I was like, check this out. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm down there 50 years old. I'm not with all that pilot stuff. If you believe in me, believe in me. But CO and Chronic talked me into it. So I said, okay, well, we're going to try it. You're going to put a couple of... So I wanted to, you know... You started doing mornings at one time right. in Miami. You were in Trina with, with, with Mac. And, you know Mac started and, here with us. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Mac, yeah, Mac, yeah, Mac, yeah. Mac, was a, Mac was a huge fan of the show. Me and Mac watch, watch and listen to y'all all the time. Mac so so what happened with show. the show? Because we yeah. thought the show was hilarious. What happened to the show is we got some young we got some young uh, billionaires that own a lot of these record companies and TV companies that don't have a clue about the hell going on with the culture. And what they do is they add up the math. And our contract was ended in two years, and they was going to have to get some more money up, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they gave us our severance. And, and then the <laughs> severance is you don't get fired. They pay you not to go nowhere else for so so long. Yeah, not So I'm coming back to radio. I'm going back to radio, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be bigger and, and blacker on radio <laughs> because a lot, of, a lot of older women, I was surprised a lot of older women love the show because mm-hmm. it's, it's authentic. When you got a morning show... Like y'all actually reach out to the people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, uh, when you uh, in the mornings, people want to hear interesting topics. That's right. They don't want to hear the, the news that you already talked about last week. Mm-hmm. And I noticed y'all at the Breakfast Club. Y'all never bring back up old topics. Mm-hmm. Just keep it moving. Right. And we don't assassinate characters. We're mm-hmm. not into assassinated characters. Right. If somebody comes out sure want to bring up something. Okay, fine. You can bring it up. If the person they're talking about want to address it, come on, you'll let you address it. But I'm not doing it. I'm not. Chris rocking you, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Damn, Damn, that's what it's called now, Chris yeah, rocking you. Yeah, Rockin'. they already. Came Damn, trick. <laughs> Why you call it that? <laughs> because regardless if Chris Rock was reading the teleprompter or if Chris Rock made it up, if him and Will was cool, then fire you somebody else to clown. I'm not. I'm. I, I am not one of them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And people was like, "Well, why did Will wait so long?" Because it probably didn't. It probably didn't dawn to, on him the, the the different things that, you know, you can't tell a person how to react to when it comes to their family all. anyway. Absolutely. There's no limit mm-hmm. to how you act. And the 10-year ban, oh, well, it took him 20 years to give him an award. <laughs> right. You, you know what I'm saying? You ever had a late reaction to something and then reacted violently? I don't think I had. The late reaction I had one time was gonorrhea. I thought I was personally oh fine. And she, I found out she burnt me three days later. But Damn. I, 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 you know, Damn. That's the only late reaction I ever had. <laughs> but I, I react right at the moment. Now, back hate, up I, for a second to this gonorrhea thing. She heard gonorrhea. Back up for It takes three days for you to, 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 to up. Did you know who it was immediately? No, but I had a, I had because I had two girls. Mm-hmm. Well, I had one girl, then I had this other dude girl. But it was, it, was, it was funny. It was funny. It was funny. It was sad at first. It became funny because in Miami at that time, if you caught a VD, a venereal disease, right? Mm-hmm. They asked you, "Well, did you have group sex? Who you had it with?" And then they had these health department vans that go get them. And yeah. I put all my homeboys' name on the list. And they and they came to the school and got them. They come right to your school and get you. Oh Did they get gosh. you, CO? Nah. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, did you tell the women, like, listen, just you should go get tested? Because well, a lot of people don't know with um, sexually transmitted diseases such as gonorrhea, mm-hmm. if you don't tell the girl you had sex with that 
I got something. You possibly gave me something. I gave you something. Then y'all keep passing it around. Mm -hmm. That's right. So you have to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. Did you ever do the earwax test back in the day? You geeshy. You know well, the earwax test. I did it a lot of times, but I don't think it worked. Okay. I don't think so. so. So you heard about this earwax? Come test. on now. Yes, that's a, that's a geeshy thing. You will know if they you will know if they got something. If you stick your finger in your ear and then insert it. That's right. You and put it in the pool pool, and if she jump, if she, she got jumped, something, she got something. I, I thought you was making that up. No. All right, we got more with Trick Daddy when we come back. Don't move. It's the breakfast. Club, good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Trick Daddy. Yee. So, Trick Daddy, what are your thoughts about what's going on in Florida and politics? You know, they have the don't say gay law. Then they got the abortion thing that mm -hmm. they got going on. I just believe that comedians, if they can say what they want to say, I can say what I want to say. Mm -hmm. I believe that if uh, I don't, I, I don't approve in same-sex marriages. Adopting kids and raising them, thinking that they're going to be normal. I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. But it's my opinion. But for you to tell me I have to have this baby, it's some parents that's unfit, man. Mm -hmm. And that's what's wrong with the kids, the parents, because it starts at the house. So I think, I think women and men should be evaluated so they before they even be able to have a baby. Because, no, I, I, I can see that. No, I, I, I think with the gay thing, though, so it's too. like it's like what is the definition of normal nowadays? Though? Right. I mean, because they want they put it in every show, mm -hmm. they drill it in every show. But as a comedian, I can't joke about it if I was a comedian. But as a person that's against it, I couldn't speak out about it. You know, I, I'm not. I, I have a. Are you against it? You're not, I, I don't I think you're against it. I have a sister that's my brother, and I have an aunt that's my uncle. Mm -hmm. So it's in your family. I don't. I, I'm not, and I don't have no problem with my general manager. My restaurant is a gay man, and we hang together. We go to the club, and they're together, all normal. And it, uh, nobody never. I but that, but that's why language are, is important. You can't say against that are it. Homophobic. I believe that they believe in their heart that they have gay tendencies. Mm -hmm. When you say homophobic, but at certain age, kids. Leave it out of kids. Leave it away from the kids. So you against the kids? Like yes, you want the kids to be able to make up their own mind when they get old? You have all right. For instance, you went to college. You went no, to, I didn't. He didn't go to college. Point, look at me. Look at me. You, you, went, college. The, you went the wrong no way. College. I ain't going to no damn college. Do I strike you the type to go to college? I ain't going to no I college. Know, I, I could have sworn be, because you're well spoken. I, I thought well, you got okay. Well, envy. I went to college. Okay, now you went to college. Yes, sir. It took it took a lot to get to college. You had to finish high school. Correct. You had to listen and believe in your parents. Correct. You had to pass tests to get to college. Correct. And you had to remain in college by keeping a certain GPA yes. and all that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Finish college. Right. Did you go to college for anything dealing with radio? No. That's crazy, right? Yes. But you still want your kids to go to college because you want them to have all the opportunity, the best opportunities in the world. Yeah. When I grew up, Ass whoopers was the thing that kept us in line in That's my right. generation. I'm a right. 70s baby. Me too. That's right. Like, I, I, I feared God, the police, and, and picking my that mama. switch. Picking that switch. Yeah, you had to go pick <laughs> your own switch, right? These days, I don't believe kids should be involved the same way we were raised. Stay out of grown people mouths, stay out of grown people conversation. Mm -hmm. I believe that's the, still the same thing that we need to go on with. Mm -hmm. uh, I time change. No, you're changing, okay? And another thing, I don't think that these women. Uh, drop the baby off to the man. Oh, you gonna keep my baby? No. What if your baby daddy is not capable of keeping a child? You're endangering this child life just to say, oh, oh, I made him keep my baby. Second thing, social media. You had a two-year-old phone. Y'all got two-year-olds in your family? A two-year-old get that phone and operate it like a, a, a scientist. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I think a child should only have a phone when they're not with their parents 
in case of emergency. Once your child come home, I think you should turn your phone in because they learn a lot of the bad things mm-hmm. on the internet and in that telephone. Well, I do that. I agree with my, that. I take my 13-year-old phone. They should she have on. no social media. If they're not an actor, if they're not an entertainer, if they're not selling nothing online, they don't need no social media. I they agree. don't need none of that. And a lot of these parents are sitting here letting the internet Letting a new quote unquote culture raise their kids. Babysit their kids. That's right. Absolutely. And, and, and that's not thing. My mama, know what my mama did? Is babysitter? Five years old? Know what my mama did? Mm. And you know what I'm talking about. Lock my door and don't open it for nobody. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> babysitter nanny? I was like, what is that? <laughs> I didn't know where babysitter was. That's child abuse now. Oh, yeah, you can't be kids no. at home. No, no for real. Like you got to wait till they get home, me. especially after but that's school. That's how I learned how to cook. That's how I learned how to clean. <laughs> that's what I learned responsibilities. For my mama giving them to me. Mm-hmm. And some people say, I don't let my boys wash dishes. Oh, yeah, I don't care what she is. You wash dishes. You washing them damn dishes. But you still got That's gonorrhea. Right. I got gonorrhea no, for I got gonorrhea <laughs> from a girl who mama ain't wash her dishes. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I wash mine. But you know what's so crazy about that? When you we, we used to get to stay home because people wasn't as crazy. Nowadays right. you can't just leave the kids home because people is crazy. But 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 Charlemagne, I've been I watch I watch CNN. Mm-hmm. Do it seem like people is just ready to kill you? Like everybody just ready to kill now. Yeah, absolutely. Like nobody have no type yeah. of feelings when it comes to life. Yeah. They don't fear God anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like this world, this world crazy, man. We, we need to get my thing, what I tell women, first thing you need to do is gender reveals, stop it. Mm-hmm. Because my mama ain't know what she was having. Only way my mama knew is like a Geechee thing, is the the boys sit high. The girl sit. The girl sit high. The boy sit low. Mm-hmm. That's how my mama knew. Yeah, that don't work. It no. was sayings <laughs> like it was sayings like it's a girl. It's you a right boy. Then. Those sayings don't exist no more. They spent five thousand dollars. They have a celebration called a gender reveal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, but you can find out what type of child you have when you go to the doctor, right? Don't they ask you? Okay. I don't have but, any kids. But, 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 but you, you, you supposed to not want to know. Okay. But what I was getting at, they get they do the five thousand on the gender reveal. Mm-hmm. They spent ten thousand on the baby shower, mm-hmm. which used to be after the baby was born. The baby shower was to shower the baby with gifts, mm-hmm. and the men didn't go. And the baby first party, they spent another fifteen thousand. <laughs> Now they done spent thirty thousand on a one year old, and they got no insurance, mm-hmm. no health insurance, yeah. no college fund, mm-hmm. none of that for the fucking baby, yo. Mm-hmm. None of that, mm-hmm. and it's, it's kind of crazy now because now the kids, there are more kids being born today that parents aren't together. Your mom and father grew up together. Yep. I, I can tell by your complexion that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I can tell by your complexion. But he's Dominican. I'm not Dominican. He's Dominican. Black, he's Dominican. Black, no, he's Dominican. He's Dominican. Black, black, black. He's Dominican. I'm, I'm black, black. He, you, you red. So listen. <laughs> so look. So look. So <laughs> nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. We're born imperfect in an imperfect world. We just evolving every day. That's all. Right. Correct. We, and, we, and we're still learning. Mm-hmm. The hardest thing for me to learn is when people accept the things that ain't right. Mm-hmm. I'm not accepting nothing that ain't right. I'm saying something about it. I don't care if they try to cancel me. And I don't give a damn. You can't cancel me. I can't be exposed. This dude, Whack 100, put something on Clubhouse the other day talking about, oh, I'm an exposed tree. You're going to get you and your family hurt. You're not, you can't expose me. There's nothing about me private. 
I, I I represent the people. I represent my city to the fullest. I have no other sports team outside of Miami, and I don't think no other city is raw than my city. But when I go to your city, I'm going to respect your city, and I'm going to enjoy myself and go back so I can be able to go back home. Mm -hmm. You can't expose nothing real. So whack you, whack, use a manager to a rat. Use a troll that make money off the internet. You can't expose me. All you can do is get me locked up until I bond out. Why? Um, what, what is what is he talking about exposing? Where did that come from? And where, yeah, where did that come from? Because he is just he's just a he's a troll. Y'all never get. I be on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is something that's big. Like, mm -hmm. and, and he he has rooms where he's always talking about other people's business. We don't talk about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I don't think the internet is supposed. You supposed to die off the internet. I don't think you supposed to hurt nobody's feelings on the internet. I think you supposed to. I think that's what people put the meet up and learn different things and, and experience different things in life. And that's what I think it's, it's supposed to be about. That's it. how it started. That's how Twitter and all that started. It was fun. It was entertaining. You would meet people, but then it just now took you a got turn. People, now you got people like, some people don't have, some people not stronger than other people. You can't talk about people. You can talk about me. You, what you gonna, all you gonna get is beat up. <laughs> well, don't move. We got more with Trick Daddy when we come back. This morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Trick Daddy. Yee. We've been watching you on Love and Hip Hop. Uh huh. And you've been putting it all out there. And I was wondering about your feelings about divorce in general. Is that something that you feel I'm like probably, you would have stayed I'm, married? I'm probably, I'm probably, the only way I get divorced if if my girl want me to marry her. <laughs> what? Okay. What do you mean, Trick? I, I, I'm so I mean, confused. I'm like a, in my mind right now, I'm like a Duke point guard. One and done. One marriage and done. One marriage and done. That's it. So mm -hmm. what do you mean, my girl married her? Don't you got to be already be married to get divorced? No. I'm already married. He's yeah, married. Yeah. I, I never got divorced, but in order for me to divorce Joy... I would have to be ready for to get married again. Well, what so about if she wants a divorce? She does, right? That's what she say, but she used my name. <laughs> if she wanted a divorce, she didn't stop using my name. Oh, the oh young. And then she yeah. and then, right, and then she going around messing with all these these dudes trying to find me. I'm right here. You, you, they, they, they'll never be me. You can't melt them and pour them on me. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't feel like, to me, it doesn't feel like you, because you guys have been separated for a while. So yeah. you, you do you, she does her thing, right? right? And, and leave it like that. So you just want to just stay married? She going to hell with me. For, that's adultery. God damn, Trick. <laughs> that's adultery. I don't understand Lord it. mercy. Well, I, I know. I, I But I, I allow her to date. Okay. She's allowed to date. She allow her to date. Because at one point I thought you were going to well, do the divorce. If I said she don't date, I would terrorize the person she date and make them not want to date her at, at the least. I allow her to date. She allows I, you to date. Well, I'm from the side where they don't really... We run our household, you know. We run our house. Mm -hmm. The men, the men run our house. City girls down real bad right now. You know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> City girls. But you had a whole right divorce now. party. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. And, but 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 she had had three or four failed relationships before my divorce party. Is that because of you terrorizing? No, 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 okay. no, 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 no. I, I stay. She actually. I thought she wanted to be my friend because she said, you know, it hurt me when I come somewhere and you leave. Like, you don't have to do that. We can still be cool. And I thought she wanted to be my friend. But mm -hmm. then every time I do something or say something, she take it personal and stop speaking to me like I'm not a child, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't, mm -hmm. don't do me like, if you're going to be my friend, be my friend. But now I, I need to start evaluating these dudes who you mess with because these is my boyfriends and husbands-in-law. I'm, I'm his husband. Your boyfriend, <laughs> I'm his husband-in-law. You got a boyfriend-in-law. Boyfriend-in-law. That's because, crazy. Because... That's my wife boyfriend. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. my boyfriend in law. 
I'm his girlfriend, husband, so I'm his husband alone. And we go, we go, we need to, we need to get along. You need to, and you need to take care of my wife. So what, what, what about when you get to the point where it's a dude that you can't terrorize? It's just this crazy trick. I'm not, but I, I don't. But why would you want to terrorize him? That's kind of like I, I know, I never terrorize. Yeah. Him. I respect him, but they need to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. That's just like I was. That's a, that's just like I'm, I'm messing with a married woman. Mm-hmm. I do anything in my power so it don't hurt her husband, or it don't get back to her husband. That's my duty. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if he, what you, he what so you f- us you? off? What you doing? No, but what I'm saying, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I, I'm not be calling her phone all the time of right. nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna try to fight her. And well, he, he don't a- know what her. Right. Right. Den- if he asked her, you would deny it. Yes. <laughs> we got to get it right because oh I'm goodness. finding out it's somebody else involved. It ain't finna be three of us, though. <laughs> <laughs> she cheating on us. Yeah, she cheating on us, Like, what is you not doing at the house that she's not happy, bro? Because I'm doing my part on the side. I'm the number one side in America. I know I'm doing my part. Like, tighten up, bro. I'll tell him to tighten up and tell her to tighten up. Man, tighten up for your husband find out about us. <laughs> you know, I was laughing when you said the least can happen on social media is uh, you beat somebody up. Because you have uh, the smartest, the new gangster. It's an anti-violence forum for young adults <laughs> and accompanying parents. And you're doing that on your weekend for the uh, Trick Daddy and Friends concert. Right. 25th anniversary. Because because what I don't want, what I so okay, so my, my thing is, I think kids fighting is healthy. Because mm-hmm. that's the problem. They don't know how to fight yeah, no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They don't know how to fight. Mm-hmm. In Miami, and a lot of urban areas in these, this country, 12 or 13 year olds got 30s and switches. That's sad. Damn. The average killings that's been going on been done to and done by the age from the age of twelve to seventeen. Damn. And they used to say, "Oh, the government bringing the guns," and I didn't used to believe it. I'm like, "Well, hold on now. It's a lot of guns. Mm-hmm. It's still hard to believe because okay, how they doing it, but they doing it. So I found that the kids are breaking the houses, breaking the cars." So if you own a weapon, them, you need yeah. to put your gun up, secure your gun, lock your gun, put it up so your son do not get your gun and go retaliate on somebody that hurt his feelings. Somebody that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I think yeah, it's I heard- social media too, though. Because you know when you got in a fight back when you were a kid, you got in a fight and it was over. Yeah. Right? But now it's... It can be online. That's right. That's on, right. Another That's week, right. another week. You, if you record my children get jumped on, I'm coming at you. Mm-hmm. Don't record my kids being jumped on, especially grown folks. Yeah, don't you break stop it up. Them. Yeah, That's stop right. them. Yeah, I prefer the fist fight over the guns, but I would rather us even find a better way to not even process our emotions with violence. Well, we got to know what we got to start back doing. We got to start back spending Christmases and Thanksgivings together. Families don't do that no more. Mm-hmm. Mm. These big corporations got to start back giving people the days off on the holidays. Mm-hmm. So they could be with their family. And if you got kids from different men, then you should let your baby daddy know, well, my child is going to be with me during Christmas. So if you want to come, come over. Therefore, you have to get back to even having babies from people that you at least going to be able to speak to five years from now. Mm-hmm. If if he a scammer or a drug dealer or a robber or he gangbanging, then that's not the dude you need to be having a baby with. And if you do, then he got to understand, my child ain't finna be around you. I feel like this is a political debate. I feel like Trick laying out his policies. There's so many ways you could do it. There's a way for you to get respect from your kids. McDonald's, come on, man. They chicken nugget your kids to death. Mm-hmm. It's all they chicken nugget, chicken nugget. You go out to dinner, you go to a nice restaurant, they get their kids chicken tenders. Mm-hmm. And fries. 
The French fries, yeah. I didn't bring you out to dinner mm-hmm. to order no chicken tender and fries. Bring the family together. Pray together. Mm-hmm. Go to church. Mm-hmm. Stop mm-hmm. letting your middle school and high school daughters talk about they got a boyfriend. No, you have a friend boy or a friend girl. <laughs> you don't have a girlfriend or a boyfriend. <laughs> Now you got some you got some now, backlash tr- a couple of uh, years ago when you you talked about Beyonce can't sing. I well, 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 okay. Trick so, you was tripping so, with so, that so, one. So, now. Okay, so here here's the thing. All right, I wasn't saying that Beyonce can't sing. Okay, because I've known Beyonce since they were fifteen, sixteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have a lot of love and respect. Beyonce is a hell of an entertainer. Mm-hmm. Correct. But when I go when I when I put singers in the category, I'm talking about Whitney Houston. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Understand. Adele. I'm talking about Shirley Murdoch. I'm talking about Stephanie Mills. I don't know about Adele. I think Beyonce can hang with Adele. I'm with you on everybody else, though. Whitney Houston, Stephanie Mills. Adele. Fan- Fantasia. Uh, uh, um, Stephanie Mills. That's a different kind of Patty LaBelle. I'm going to give you a perfect example. I'm going to say something that, that, that they ain't going to like again. Go ahead. Out of the 10 female R&B singers that came out in the last five years, mm-hmm. five of them sound alike. Okay, who are they? The Hers... Mm-hmm. The um, SZA. Uh, uh, SZA. Um, you think they the sound girl. Like? Uh, 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 what her name? Uh, uh, Janae Eichel. Uh, Janae Eichel. I can I can close my eyes and not know who they are. That don't mean I don't don't like them. That don't mean I don't like their talent. But if I had to pull a top ten, a top five, I wouldn't mention them. So what they did, they took a piece of a conversation what we had that talk that was all over the place, and you notice how long the the, the conversation was. Mm-hmm. They took that one piece mm-hmm. and they wanted to go viral, and it worked. And they wanted me to apologize. And I didn't feel like I had to apologize. That's because, your opinion. When I heard you explain it a little more, I understood what you were saying. Yeah. But people like Whitney and Stephanie, that's just different, man. That's that's, that's, right. that's an otherworldly talent, and Beyonce's an otherworldly talent too. But that's like, a different. I don't think. Like I don't think. Um, now who wanted you to apologize? Who you say these chairs? Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. I don't think he's funny. God damn, Trick. Why are you shooting at everybody this morning? Why? Why? What is the reason for this? I grew up on Red Fox and Robin Harris and and Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor. You notice the say you say you say you don't like what Wack do on Clubhouse. You doing the same thing right now. But 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 he's not what Wack is targeting people. I'm giving my opinion. Okay. We ain't asked for it. I don't think. I don't think. I don't think Cat Williams. But this is unpopular opinion moment right now. Okay. Okay. I don't think Cat Williams is funny. No, you tripping. The only time I thought Cat Williams was funny when that little fourteen-year-old had him in the, the chokehold. Oh God damn, damn trick! What did Cat do to you? Why are you doing this? <laughs> he didn't do nothing to me. I, I just don't think he's funny. I think Cat and Kevin funny as hell. But for the record, I love and respect Beyonce and everything she she ever done. Who wanted you to apologize when you said they wanted me to apologize? Oh, the Beehive. Okay, the because because they don't know what the Beehive. Not the Beehive. It's, it's my, my, a couple of my business partners, mm-hmm. a couple of my friends, a couple of older women in my family. They were like, maybe you should just apologize because, they, you know. And I was like, apologize, apologize is, you're not supposed to apologize unless For you did opinion. something wrong and right. you know you did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Is this an opinion? I, it's, it's an opinion. And, and I, I had, with no intentions on hurting nobody's feelings mm-hmm. or nothing like that. But. I like who I like. Man, make sure y'all go check out Trick Daddy and Friends concert. Trick! Yes. April 15th to the 17th, man. Yes. Bitch, I got my pots. Make Bitch, sure you I watch that. Got <laughs> I, got the, I got the pot line, the, the cooking on uh, utensil Season. line. The I season. can't wait for our vegetarian episode. That's going to be vegetarian. amazing. Trick, you got to hit the dance for us one time before you leave, man. So so the dance, the, so the throw the dance is usually like this, but I do it. 
Like, yeah, we've seen that, yeah. Turn it up. That's it, man. That's it. Come on, trick, man. Come to the concert, you can see it in person. <laughs> you saving it for the weekend? I see it a lot, man. I appreciate y'all for having me, man. Trick Daddy, CEO. It's Trick CEO. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> Happy hump day, guys. Morning. Good morning. Morning, everybody. What's it's happening? DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning on this Wednesday. This hump day. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Snoop. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Snoop is appearing on Drink Champs. That's going to drop tomorrow. And one thing that they talked about in the teaser is a collab with Bad Boy and Death Row. So if we can show growth and progression that we can move forward and we can take this Bad Boy Death Row what it used to be and make it a collaboration on peace and love because that's, that's who I am. Right, I'm right. Suge and Puffy. Right. Mm, you know what I'm saying? I'm all in the videos, rapping, dancing, entertaining. <laughs> you know, i the up. Yes. Stop being brainwashed. Yes. I yes. love Puff. I yes. love his kids. Now, what's happening? Now, what's happening? I own Death Row, so I do what the fuck I want to uh, do. Talk that talk. Yeah, I wish we could have did that, you know, back in the days. All right, well, about six years ago, he was on Crown with Elliot Wilson, and he talked about when he called Suge on the phone while he was incarcerated and asked him if he would be open to establishing a truce with Diddy and Biggie, and he said that Suge said he would never call a truce. So. That was a silly uh, choice by Shook. Mm-hmm. All right, Wendy Williams is definitely still having issues with Wells Fargo with her bank. We told you previously she, she get was money yet? denied her access to her financial assets. That's crazy. Well, her attorney has done an exclusive interview with E! News. LaShawn Thomas is her name. And she said while Wendy is able to pay for food and things like that in her daily life, her clients still cannot log into her online accounts and see what's going on with her assets, including what items have been deducted from her accounts. She's concerned that this issue has been dragging out for a significant amount of time. She said we certainly did not think that considering the length of the relationship that she's had with Wells Fargo, that they would draw this out to the extent that they have. Imagine you've made all this money and you can't even go and see what's happening in your account. That would make me extremely nervous. And so, uh, you know, Wells Fargo, they're saying that they don't believe that she's of sound mind, which is why this is happening. This has been happening for quite some time, though. But doesn't a doctor have to, to, to say that? Right? Isn't a doctor's letter or, or, or some type of doctor reference the reason why the bank can do that? The bank just can't say, hey, you look a little off, so we can't give you your money. Clearly, yeah. clearly we're not getting all the information. Right. Mm-hmm. We're not. Well, the bank the filed public. a guardianship petition for the appointment of, of an overseer of her assets. And according to her attorney, she told E! News she believes it's a ploy to keep whatever has been going on with these accounts away from Wendy. And... So I don't know how they're able to even do those things, but they're saying that they believe that she's a victim of undue influence and financial exploitation. That was the letter that was filed to the court in February and obtained by NBC News. All right. Now, Magic Johnson has told this story before about choosing Converse over Nike. And now you get to see that play out on the um, HBO show that I know you guys have been watching. Winning Man, time. dropping a clue bombs for winning time. One of the best shows on television right now. Now, just to refresh you on that story, here's Magic Johnson talking about missing out on $5.2 billion. When I first came out of college, all the shoe companies came after me. And it was this guy named Phil Knight who just had started Nike. All the other companies offered me money 
but they couldn't offer me money because they just started. So he said something, stocks, I'm going to give you a lot of stocks. I didn't know nothing about stocks. I'm from the inner city. We don't know about stocks, you know, at that time. Boy, did oh, I make a mistake. Boy, mm -mm -mm. oh boy. I'm still kicking myself. Oh. Every time I'm in a Nike store, I get mad, right? Yeah. Like, I could have been making money off of everybody oh. buying Nikes right oh, now. Oh, man. They offered him a dollar for every shoe that Nike sold and 100,000 shares in stocks. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you can't call it a mistake because he was a young kid coming out of the hood at the time. He simply did not know. Well, at the point at that I time, mean, he's Nike kicking wasn't himself. big, though. Remember yeah. what? Nike wasn't big during that point. It was Nike Converse. Was but he, right. He said uh, Converse know. gave him $100,000 a year. So at that time... Yeah, he needed money. He didn't understand financial literacy at all. You coming out the hood, he, need, he want to check now. I want to get mom and him out the hood now. But even if he did, he looked at Nike and said, who the hell is this new company? Converse's was popping. I'm going to stay with Converse. Yes. Well, he's kicking himself. Yeah, hindsight, hindsight is 20-20, but you know, <laughs> you got to give himself grace with that one. Yes, I'd be probably kicking myself like, damn, I could have missed out on $5.2 billion. But do you really miss out on things? No. You don't miss out on things that are meant for you. You don't. I truly believe that. Well, you can watch that play out on <laughs> Winning Cruise. Man, Winning Time is fantastic, I mean, time. by the way. That is, I'm like, I love Winning Time. Salute to my man Rodney Barnes. They, like... That is a great show. All right. Well, that is your rumor reports. All right. Thank you, Missy. Shalomay! Yes. We giving it down. Listen, man, I need all my fat asses to come to the front of the congregation this morning, okay? We need to talk to each other. Uh, but uh, one in particular, his name is David Stover of North Port, Florida. Okay? That's not a nice word. What? Fat! I'm referring to myself, too. I am trans fat. Okay. Okay. All right. We will discuss for after the hour. Uh, people know what I'm talking about when I say we're fat asses. All right. We'll you get were to fat ass. I seen you. I'm not talking about your literal ass. I'm talking oh, about I thought you were. Whoa, whoa, talking right. about the way whoa. you get down with your snacks. Whoa. All right. We'll get to that. <laughs> talking next. about the way you eat your snacks. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. Have you taken a look at the general insurance lately? Switch to the general and you could save over $500 on your car insurance. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee, some restrictions. Make sure you tell them to watch out for Florida, man. Florida, Florida. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Yes, you are a donkey. A Florida man attacked an ATM for a very strange reason. It gave him too much money. Florida man is arrested after deputies say he okay, reached the door guys. to his home in an attempt to electrocute his pregnant wife. Police arrested an Orlando man for attacking a flamingo. The Breakfast Club, bitches. Donkey of the day. With Charlemagne the God. I don't know why y'all keep letting him get y'all like this. Well, Duval is that damn Florida. Okay, uh, Donkey of the day for Wednesday, April 13th goes to David Stover. Stover of Northport, Florida. Okay, that is a city located in Sarasota, Florida. And what does your Uncle Charlotte always tell you about the great state of Florida? The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida, and David Stover is no exception. But today, your Uncle Charlotte would like to discuss with you something we don't talk about enough, and that something is gluttony. Okay, gluttony is defined as the overindulgence or lack of self-restraint in regards to food, drink, or wealth items. Gluttony is one of the seven deadly sins, and most of our most of us are gluttons for pain and food. Okay, David is a glutton for food, clearly. 
right? Growing up, the elders around me would tell me my eye longer than my stomach. Okay, some people say eyes bigger than the stomach. The moral of the statement is it's a saying used to say that someone has taken more food than he or she can possibly eat. I'm looking at David's chin and neck area from his mugshot, and he's absolutely been this person. Okay, I'm not body shaming here. I'm just making observations. And based off what David is getting donkey of the day for, he is clearly a fat ass. Okay, and that's okay. All right. Now, you don't have to be physically obese to be a fat ass, though. That's the thing. You don't have to be physically obese to be a fat ass, even though David is a human fudge cake. OK, low jelly belly from what I can see. It's his behavior that's more fat than his actual physical appearance. OK, look, I know I'm a trans fat ass. OK, that's why I discipline myself during the week in regards to my meals. And I do my cheat meals on the weekend because when I go, I go. All right, I'm the guy who goes to Chick-fil-A and orders the number one large, no cheese, then orders four scripts to go with it. Then says, add another large fry to that. Makes no sense at all. All I got to say is, let me get a number one large and a number four large. Would that be a three count or four count? Four count, please. Only reason I don't order it like that is because psychologically, when you order two meals from any fast food restaurant for yourself, you've reached levels of fatness that no fatty McFat has reached before. Okay. I'm the guy who literally this past weekend ordered grilled wings from a place called the Roasted Wing, but then ordered all sides from KFC. Drop one of clues bombs for me. Okay. Mashed potatoes, biscuits, kerneled corn, all large. Ordered two of every side. No, 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 I'm not trying to be a chin hoarder. I'm happy having one chin. I am just a person who identifies as a fat mess. Okay, I'm saying all that to say, when it comes to fat things, it takes one to know one. I've done a lot of fativities in my life, but David Stover of Northport, Florida, or should I say Northportly, Florida, he takes the cake. He didn't literally take the cake, but he would have if there was cake to be taken. David Stover, 57 years old, was arrested Monday at Wednesday's, at Wendy's because he was arguing with the staff. All right, the man ordered a 12 for 12, which is three, four for fours, and it wasn't 12 items in there. Okay, where is my full piece nugget spicy? No, that's not what he was arguing about. He was arguing about the fact that he was demanding a law enforcement discount from Wendy's and started threatening to report staff to corporate for not giving it to him. Well, here is the problem, ladies and gentlemen. David is not law enforcement in any way, shape, or form, okay? FBI for him stands for Fat Bastard Incorporated, and this man, according to police, was a regular at this Wendy's for the past two years, and workers said he used to get a discount at the Wendy's because he had a friend who was a cashier there. Side dish, some of the greatest fativities happen when you have a friend who works at a fast food restaurant. Drop one of clues bombs for all the friends who work at fast food restaurants, okay? I had a homeboy who worked at McDonald's back in the day when I was a young teenage lad, and I would get high and go there and get 40 chicken McNuggets and a two-cheeseburger meal with a large fry for no damn reason. Now back to the main course. David had a friend who used to be a cashier at Wendy's, and according to the rest report, when the worker left the job, David, a.k.a. Chunk of the Century, pretended to be a law enforcement officer to get free food. <laughs> David, that might work at Dunkin'. That might work at Krispy Kreme, but pretending to be a law, a law enforcement officer to get a Baconator, in the words of my guy, N-O-R-E, you got to relax, okay? Now, the manager of the Wendy's told investigators that David used to tell workers he was an undercover DEA agent and would occasionally flash a badge when asked for proof. DEA, David Eats. I can't think of anything for A except ass, but ass has zero calories, so that don't count. But David used to pretend to be a DEA agent, but he denied ever claiming 
to be a DEA agent. However, he did admit to carrying a concealed carry permit badge, which he claimed he showed the employees because they asked to see it. Stover faces a charge of impersonating a law enforcement officer. The crime of falsely impersonating an officer is a third degree felony in Florida and is punishable by up to five years in prison, five years of probation, and a $5,000 fine. They call that a five for five, David. Okay? I have nothing else to say here other than I don't feel bad about any fativities I participated in this weekend because this is the fattest story I've heard all week and it's the fattest story we'll possibly hear all month. Please let Remy Ma give David Stover the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? All right. <sighs> Thank you for that donkey of the day. Mm -hmm. You don't want to play? All right, why not? I see it in your eyes. All right, let's, let's play, play a game, game of Guess What Race It Is! All right. All right. David Stover, 57 years old of North Portley, Florida, mm -hmm. impersonated a law enforcement officer just to get free food from Wendy's. Guess What Race It Is! Angela Yee? White. Okay. Well, shake it off, shake it off. What makes you say that? I don't know. I'm just guessing. Okay. 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 Uh, Envy. White. <laughs> what makes you say that, sir? Black people don't impersonate no police officers. Oh, that's I a don't good know. Point. No, I've seen black people do that. Yeah, I don't know. About no, that. I have. I, I've actually personally seen black people do that. Really? Yeah. At a fast food restaurant. Not for free food, though. Not for free food. Not like, for free food. Usually, it's for what it was it for. Usually, pulling over other drug dealers. Rob people. Steal they <laughs> <laughs> they all think the same thing. Rob people. <laughs> They're going to go, they go all the way. They're going to go for some, no chicken wings and no, no uh, nuggets and fries. <sighs> well, both of y'all are right. David Stover. David Stover. Okay. Clearly a chin hoarder. How many chins you count there? One, two, three. Three? About four. Four. About four chins. Yes. David Stover is white, ladies and gentlemen. All right. All right. Well, I'm not judging either. I do fat things. Okay. But if this is not the fattest story you ever heard in your life or uh, close to it, then maybe you're... More of a fat ass than David Stouffer. All okay? right. You're not greedy. You got to be the mentally to impersonate a law enforcement officer just to get a free meal from Wendy's. <laughs> Come on, man. Now, if it would have been Chick-fil-A, would you looked at him different? No. Mm -hmm. Still, you still, still fativities. Fativities are fativities. Okay. I'm not taking no penitentiary chance for a fativity. What about if it was finger licking? <laughs> Drop on the clues bombs for the licking. See. <laughs> Drop on the clues bomb for the licking. I can my, my mic can see you doing it for the licking. Now. I'm just saying. Salute to everybody in Florida who's been to the licking. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. All right. Well, up next, ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Libby. I'm so excited that I got through to you guys. What's up? What's up? What's your question for Yee? So I have this boyfriend, and if you want to call it that, he broke up with me yesterday. Oh. But, um... I have to take him to and from work every day because he doesn't have a driver's license, long story there. Mm -hmm. But we keep getting in fights and he keeps gaslighting me on the way that I feel about things and takes it so personal and then tells me how he doesn't want to be there, how he doesn't love me, how he wants to break up with me. But then when he goes to do it, 
he realizes that he doesn't have anybody else in his support bubble anymore and that I'm the only person left. So he makes it to where he doesn't leave and I'm stuck. Libby, first of all, a couple of things here. You don't have to drive him to work every morning because he doesn't have a license. That's not your responsibility. And secondly, mm-hmm. who wants to be with somebody that's always threatening to break up with you but then doesn't because they don't have anybody else? So he that's broke what I'm saying. He broke up with you already yesterday. Yeah. So now you guys aren't together anymore. I mean, as far as I know, he hasn't even like and it wasn't even like a breakup to the face. He texted me and told me that he didn't want to be my boyfriend anymore and that we just do our own thing and then doesn't talk to me from like five o'clock yesterday till this morning. Still didn't talk to me when I took his ass to or took him to work. That's my bad. Why are you still taking him to work even though he broke up with you? Because if I don't, then he's stuck in the house all day with me and I don't want him in the house with Oh, uh, you guys live together also. Yeah. So is he moving out now? I mean, I I have no idea. You won't even like look me in the face and the whole thing started because um, I have friends that are dudes and he's so insecure about it. But I have not given him a reason to think that I have cheated on him. Well, a couple like, of things. I why are you entertain these men. Why are you staying with him? I'm just to curious. To be honest with you, he just kind of he just kind of lives with me at this point. Okay, can you move? Uh, my name is on the lease, so I can't leave until the lease is up. When is the lease up? December. And is his name on the lease? No. He's got to go. Give him a good old boot. He's got to go. Yes. Your name is on the lease. He doesn't have a license. You're driving him to work. You don't even, you're driving him to work because you don't want him to be in the house with you. He's breaking up with you. He's not speaking to you. Do you love him? I mean, to a certain extent, I do. What happened, we had an event that happened in January that like made me like adore him for a while. But it's just one of those things where he just keeps doing the same thing over and over again. Even after I tell him over and over again what like hurts my feelings and he just takes it with a grain of salt do you love yourself yes i love myself okay so why would you allow somebody to treat you like this if this was one of your friends telling you this is what somebody's doing what advice would you give her i tell her to leave okay so now what advice would you give yourself i i mean i've told him to leave and i've told him to get out and at the point at this point it's just kind of we're roommates and he's paying half the bills type of thing Yeah, no, he's got to go. You got to be able to live your life. You're not going to be not wanting to be home because he's there driving him to work. You're not doing those things anymore. That's not your boyfriend. You guys broke up. You have to make him leave. Your name is on the lease and his isn't. He's got to go. You have the and the good thing that I love about this for you is that you have the upper hand in all of this. You have the power to make decisions. Never feel like you're stuck in a situation. You're not stuck. You're right. All right. I really needed that this morning. All right, Libby, I hope you get it together and get him out of there however you have to do it. Hopefully, he's not, you don't feel like there's any physical danger, do you? Oh, no, he's more scared of me than I am of him. Okay, perfect. Well, get him out of there. Tell him he's got to pack his things. And what is it, the 13th? Start looking for a place. By May 1st, he's got to be gone. Okay. All right, Libby, good luck. Thank you. You guys have a great day. All righty now. Ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need a relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What's your question for ye? Good morning. So... 
my father wants to come back into my life after about 10 years just because I had a daughter. That's the long story short. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he texted me last Friday saying, oh, please forgive me. I'm so happy that you had a daughter. Last time I spoke or saw to him was during Hurricane Sandy. He pushed my mom down and I had to, I had to basically fight him, you know. And it's just really, really random that he wants to come back into my life just because I had a daughter. Right. I, I advise you. Okay, well, you don't have to allow anything to happen that you don't want to, and you can take your time. You don't have to make a decision that's permanent right now. So if you're not comfortable with doing something, don't do it. Now, if you want to take it slow and have conversations, meet up with him without your daughter until you decide what you want to do, you have every right to do that, but you dictate how this happens for you and what you're comfortable with. Yeah, it's going to be hard for me because knowing that he left me during, I wouldn't say my most vulnerable years, but growing up, I was 15, I'm 26 now, you know, mm-hmm. and him, me seeing him give attention to my daughter is going to crush me because it was going to be me striving for that attention in the first place since he left, you know what I'm saying? But these are some things that might be important for you to address because I'm sure it affects you some way, somehow in your everyday life. Yeah. And so if you feel like before you allow him to see your daughter, you want to address those things with him and work on repairing your relationship and even involve a therapist so that you guys can talk to each other together with somebody to mediate the conversation and for you to be able to use the tools to be able to express yourself, because I would love for you to see some type of closure or some type of healing for your situation. Yeah. You know, because you never know how that affects even how you treat your own daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I, I always told myself I, I I don't have people to look up to. I have people who I don't want to be like, such right. as my father. You know what I'm saying? And so listen, those really are thought. important lessons, too. I'll never do what he did. Some people end up being just like their father, and some people end up being the opposite because they don't like how their father was. And it's great that you're an amazing dad, but I do feel like with these unresolved issues that you have, you know, and you have every right to walk away if you so choose. You have every right to say, no, I'm not doing that in your own time and at your own pace. All right. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. All right. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can hit Yee now. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and speaking of parenting, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade have a new product on the market. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody, but you don't know the daddy. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let me shout out to my uh, goddaughter. Today is her birthday. Happy birthday, Deja. Shout out to anybody celebrating their birthday today. I think Diz's birthday is uh, this week, too. Happy birthday to uh, Jersey Happy Diz. Day, Diz. What up, Diz? Now, and shout out to my guy, Boo, from Flea Club. It's his birthday today, too. All right. What up, Boo? All right, let's get to the rumors. <laughs> hey. That's right. his name. No, it's all this good. This is the rumor right. all good, with Angela I'm not judging you ever. It's all good, King. On the Breakfast Club. It's all good. That was all Kelly's artists back in the day. Boo, you don't remember? It's all good, Boo and Gotti. Boo and Gotti, you don't remember? King. It's all good. I hate you. Come on, yeah. <laughs> There's only one boo here for you. <laughs> all right. Now, Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade have released their first Proudly Baby Care products. That's for babies with melanated skin. So they launched their first five products available via the Proudly website. A gentle body wash, a hydrating baby lotion, nourishing oil, all-over balm, and a gentle touch baby wipes pack. So... Congratulations to them. They said, we are proud to have built a diverse team of experts that reflect the communities we're serving because we truly believe that's the best way to do business. All right. Now, Kim Kardashian recently did an interview and she was talking about, 
You know, her new boo and everything. It's the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. And here's what she had to say about first meeting Pete Davidson. But I saw him at the Met, and he knew I was hosting SNL, but it wasn't announced yet. And so he just gave me good advice. And he's like, hey, take my number if you if you need anything. And I had Smart. gloves on. And I couldn't get in my phone with the gloves. And I was like, oh, I have gloves, and I can't. And he was like, all right, cool. And he, like, walked away. But I was going to be like, oh, but take my, you know. <laughs> and then, but it was like, no. And so we never connected or anything. People think that you guys started this during rehearsals but that part isn't true no you met no. that night yeah we met that day he came and we did one dress rehearsal we need a better origin story make him sound more superhero superheroic well she did talk about his bde like did you see the bde that everyone talks about i was like not even focused on that and then when we kissed I was just like, hmm. Really? But like a stage kiss? Yeah, it was a stage kiss, but it was like still like a little zing, you know? And then I was like, wow, I really haven't kissed anyone else in 10 years. So maybe I'm just like being stupid. And then a few days later, I was like, hmm, (laughs) there is some BDE action. And like, where, how am I gonna, I I just gotta get myself out there. Now, didn't she go to the Met with Kanye that time? When she had the gloves on and all that, didn't they go together? That's a better origin story, all I know. That's what I'm talking about. You got to make it sound like you got bit by a radioactive spider. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got bit by a DDE. No, you're intrigued by that. A big worm, big radioactive worm. <laughs> Keep going. That's what you, you got to do. Now, Kim Kardashian <laughs> also revealed that uh, her and Kanye did not speak to each other for eight months. So did he accept the divorce at first, like, really well, and then it kind of, I think we went off and on. You know, we went about eight months without even speaking to each other at the beginning of the divorce. And then, you know, we started talking again. And I went to the Dondra premiere. I mean, he would still see the kids and stuff. It just fit, you know, him and I just took a minute of not talking. And I think it all, in relationships, it'll it'll be like that. I mean, I think that's understood. You've been with somebody for so long. You have uh, numerous kids and y'all break. I, I get that. Right. Sometimes you got to just take a little (laughs) Mm -hmm. pause for a moment. All right. Now, Floyd Mayweather versus Javante Davis. Not in the ring, but some social media issues. Now, Javante had posted, LOL, had a press conference today and fight on the same day. No matter how much money you have, you can still be jealous of a MF. Boy. Now, apparently, Javante Davis was enraged. He was holding a press conference to promote his May 28th fight with Rolando Romero. And on the day that it all went down and when tickets went on sale, uh, Floyd Mayweather confirmed his comeback in Dubai. Now, Floyd Mayweather has since said that it wasn't his decision to have his, uh, you know, have his announcement in his press release that day. He said Anderson Silva, who's also featuring on the same May 14th card in Dubai, had to fly out of Miami, so we couldn't do the press conference on any other day. But they said, we'll pay you $1 million to do it. So I said, no problem. I can feed my family with that, he added. So he wants Javante Davis to know that he didn't do that to hate on him uh, for his announcement. Now, Floyd Mayweather also said that he doesn't know if that exhibition uh, fight in Dubai will happen. You got another exhibition coming up, right? Yes, this is the, the exhibition that, um, this is the exhibition that's been pushed back, you know, it's been pushed back numerous times, you know, because it could be because of what's going over, what's going on, you know, as far as with, um, the people over in Dubai, I, at first it's supposed to have been in February, they, they talked about March, then they talked about April, so the dates just keep getting pushed back, you know, 
over and over again. So um, I guess now they're saying we're going in um, May, if I'm not mistaken. So, Well, if it means anything, uh, I'm a boxing fan. I would have never known those two things happened on the same day if they didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm aware that May- Mayweather's supposed to be doing another exhibition fight, and I'm aware that Javante Davis is fighting. I'm sure Javante Davis was more sensitive to it than we would be, too, as an audience, when he saw that happen. And he, he like, signed to, to, he signed to yeah. Mayweather. He signed to Mayweather, yeah. right? Right. And, I don't feel the way. And, you know, Javante also had... Uh, Floyd Mayweather also responded on Fight Hype about some other things that Javante Davis said about him being jealous. He said, as far as me being jealous of anyone, and I'm not just talking about my fighters, I mean, God has truly blessed me and put me in a position to be able to give back to my fighters. If giving back is jealousy, then that's what it is. Fighters and individuals are going to feel like they want to feel, and my job is to always be the bigger person and continue to stay positive and push for my fighters to be great. Yeah, and I, that's, that's tricky. I don't see how Floyd could be jealous of Javante if, you know, Javante signed to him. When Javante wins, Floyd wins. Correct. Like, and Floyd is Floyd already. Yeah, I don't know Correct. where their rift is coming from. Something else, I'm sure. Something deeper. All right. Well, really, I'm, I guess there is. I don't know. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. All right. The People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in 800 585 1051. And don't forget, again, my car show goes down in Houston. If you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets now. Uh, some of the uh, celebrities that's going to have their cars in there. From the Texas side, of course, DJ Mr. Rogers. Shout out to my brother, Mr. Rogers. Slim Thugger Thugger, who has about 30 cars. So what up, Thugger Thugger? Uh, Paul Wall, Bun B, J Prince, Trader Truth, of course. And then uh, New York, I'm bringing my uh, my crew. 50, Fab, host of others, man. The BBS boys. There's going to be a lot of New York cars in Houston that weekend. So if you haven't got your tickets, get your tickets now. Trader Truth, I want all the smoke! Y'all didn't believe me? All nope. Right, I'm coming. That's unbelievable. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. If you're a true music lover, you live for that connection with your favorite music and artists. Now, thanks to One Of and the NFT revolution, that connection is about to get much deeper. Learn more about One Of, the new green NFT platform built for the music community at oneof.com. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Trick Daddy for joining us. Yeah, uh, quite a conversation. T-double-D. He Trick interviewed himself up here. He so. sure did. <laughs> Salute to my guy, Trick, man. Uh, go watch that full interview on Breakfast Club YouTube page right now. Mm-hmm. I'm actually going on, on Trick's cooking show, I think, uh, in two weeks. Not next week, but the following week. I'm heading down to Florida. What you going to make? Uh, he going to make the food. Whatever he going to make. I know you have to help him cook, though, on the show. Whatever. I don't. You participate. What's your dish? I don't know. Whatever Trick will cook. I mean, you know, I love seafood, so whatever okay. Trick... Okay. Trick won't cook them good money. And by the way, anybody that goes to watch that interview, if you get offended in any way, shape, or form, just remember Trick Daddy is from Florida. <laughs> what that mean? It means everything. The craziest people in America come from the Bronx and all of Florida. Okay? Right. Right. So, you know, waste your time being offended if you want to. He ain't going to care. And right. I want to shout out to Resma Menekin. We actually had a book signing and a Q&A with him at my coffee shop yesterday. Uh, coffee uplifts people. So thanks to everybody who came out. I know they uh, videotaped it, but it was a great conversation. There were tears shed in the room. And a lot of people expressing themselves, and so it was, um, it was amazing. So thank you for that. And make sure you go grab uh, Resma's new book, "The Quaking of America," available everywhere you buy books right now. All right. Well, when we come back, positive news. The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy and Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, let me shout out to uh, Madison Square Garden and the New York Knicks tonight. They're doing the uh, show out the Garden of Dreams talent show. It's for kids out there that got talent, and they uh, donate a lot of money to uh, people affected by anything out there, whether if you don't have proper schooling, if you don't have books, if you need help with food, if you need help with uh, rent, 
that's what a lot of the uh, proceeds go to. So shout out to them tonight. Right? I'm about to say, I thought you about to say they playing. I'm yeah, like, no, they not. Not true. No, yeah. No, they're not. I, I they're playing. And shout out to everybody who's been coming Kids. to, who came to the Nets game last night, just because there go? was no Knicks game to go to. No, I had the event at my coffee shop, so I couldn't. Oh, okay. Damn, that was a stabby. All right. Well, you got a positive <laughs> note, Charlemagne. I do, man. Salute to spiritual healers, man. Spiritual healers is an Instagram page that I love to follow, and they posted something really good this morning that I'm I can't wait to repost, but. They said, life hits different when you stop trying to prove you didn't say that, you didn't do that, you're not like that. You can't fix every lie and every rumor. Neither can you defend yourself every time something is said about you. Just be great.